What's going on everyone, Superstar Steve here again, Welcome you back to another edition of One Take Live. We are the most must-hear audio in podcast history, and welcome to the SmackDown post-game show. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. It has been a rough couple of weeks. Thank you very much if you've still been listening. Uh, unfortunately, you know, just life sometimes gets in the way, and there's just some personal issues that need to be taken care of every now and then, and... This was one of those weeks, so um, unfortunately, I didn't get a SmackDown podcast out last week. You may have noticed, but I did get the Raw one out this week. Here's the SmackDown one for this week. Hopefully, only way is up from here. I've had a pretty rough month um, with some personal stuff, but I'm going to keep going because I love doing this. I love watching wrestling. I love reporting on the wrestling. I love talking to you guys on the podcast. Uh, I love the feedback that I get. I love the Instagram account that I have promoting it. Um, it's just a really cool thing to do and produce. And I mean, yeah, sometimes life just gets in the way and you can't control that and you've got to do what you've got to do. Um, but yeah, I do have big news for you guys this week. As a lot of you would have noticed, the WWE has released WrestleMania travel packages for New Orleans in 2018. And yours truly has bought one of those travel packages. I will be traveling to New Orleans. I am doing the NXT TakeOver show, the Hall of Fame show, WrestleMania, and Monday Night Raw. I didn't stay for SmackDown. I uh, have a pretty busy itinerary. Uh, and to fit everything in, because I am also going through America and Europe uh, in those weeks around WrestleMania. Uh, it's a pretty big uh, event already, so uh, based on that, I've picked the four shows that I really want to see, um, and I'm going to be going to all those, so reach out to me if there's something you want to hear or see or, or know about when I'm over there, um, feel free to get in contact with me and and let me know your thoughts or questions or anything you had uh, a question about, because I'm all for answering and helping you guys out. Uh, it's one thing that I've wanted to do since since I can remember watching wrestling. I think I started when I was about six or seven years old watching wrestling. I was a WW, WCW man originally. Uh, eventually changed over to WWE uh, once the takeover sort of happened and WCW went out of business. Um, but yeah, it, every year I watch it, uh, WrestleMania, uh, and, and it's something that I've always wanted to go to and... And I've finally been able to grasp the opportunity that I've been given and uh, go do it. So I will be traveling next year to America for WrestleMania and I can't wait. So excited. Um, but that's not what you're here for, guys. You're here for the SmackDown review show. So let's get straight into it. The show kicked off this week with Shane McMahon addressing the audience, basically saying what he should have said last week. The reason as to why he led a SmackDown uh, siege on Raw, I guess you'd call it, for lack of a better term. And I mean, it is Raw vs. SmackDown. Why not go for the siege? The thing that surprised me this week was there was no retaliation from Raw. So that's two weeks in a row Raw have not retaliated. Are we going for competition? Or are we going just for a walk in the park? This is wrestling. This is a fighting simulated fighting event, which means I think Raw should have retaliated this week in some form or another, whether they took out one guy 
whether they did a sneak attack, whether they took out the manager. I guess maybe Brian getting uh, his comeuppance on, comeuppance on uh, Raw this week could have possibly been their form of retaliation. But again, it was Kane. And Kane just uh, took out everyone that he came across on Raw. So I wouldn't really say that was a targeted attack. Um, but... Yeah, at least we've got some sort of explanation this week. I mean, we all know why. You you should take the fight to the opposition show. Um, it's certainly got the audience talking. it got the, the uh, news agencies talking. Uh, it grew buzz within the wrestling community. And it was a really cool spectacle. So, I wish they'd do more of it. And I wish they'd, if they go with a storyline, not stop halfway. Not stop quarter of the way there, even. Go fall into it. Uh, this is effectively modern warfare. Um, to me, it should have been done much the same as the invasion angle if they were going to invade in the first place, which they did. Uh, so I think they should have continued it. Not retaliating makes sort of makes Raw look a bit weak, I guess. Um, but I guess you can always tell uh, what they're going to do based on their upcoming uh, booked events. Uh, but hopefully we get to see some to and fro between the two. I know we've still got a number of weeks left before we hit Survivor Series, and I'm hoping that we do get to see that. So up on the show first was Bobby Roode versing Dolph Ziggler in a two out of three falls count. The two out of three falls match. Uh, and the winner on this one was Bobby Roode. He did get it clean, everyone. Uh, I don't know why they... Went to this match now, i guessing, because both men are probably going to be somewhat involved when it comes to Survivor Series, so they're all going to have a chance to settle their feud, so it's best they do it now and they can move on and maybe even combine forces in lead-up to that. Um, who knows, maybe Dolph turns on SmackDown at the pay-per-view, causing SmackDown to lose, getting his revenge on Rude, and then being traded to Raw, which is what he would want all along. That is just a possibility, but there are many more out there. Excuse me for a second. Hard drink for the working man. Uh, and yeah, so that's basically where they left it. It was a two out of three falls. Ziggler lost two to one. Bobby Roode gets your victory. Backstage, we had a women's roster pep talk with all the women on the roster. Uh, and of course, your champion Natalia mouthing off as only Natalia can. Uh, because she is a champion and she has every right to. So, uh, all the women were viewed on the show at some point or another. Next, we had the United States Championship match between uh, Baron Corbin and Sin Cara. It was a no contest. Uh, Corbin attempted to rip Sin Cara's mask off. Um, and Sin Cara basically fired up um, and gave the beat down. Uh, on Corbin and effectively causing a no contest. So, good to see Sin Cara with some fire there. Um, and not... I, I, I enjoy when WWE use their talent for the show. Um, I mean, it may be a little spot, it may be a big spot, it may be an awkward spot. If you're on the show, you should feel privileged. And I'm glad they're giving some of their guys a run because... It keeps Corbin on his toes. It keeps Corbin in the spotlight. But it also gives that talent, which is sort of on the fringes, TV time, which is the most important thing, I think, in WWE to at least be on the screen. If you're on the screen, 
you can persuade the audience to like you. And if the audience likes you, much like we've seen with Daniel Bryan in the past, they will push you. And the WWE will be forced to listen. I mean, they've been very stubborn with Roman. Um, but that is one case out of multiple where WWE have listened to the audience and given them what they deserve and what they want, may I add. So, uh, good to see it. And it was no de- no contest. Next, we had an Usos cutting a promo against Dean and Seth, only to be interrupted by Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin, um, saying that they've been granted a title opportunity next week on SmackDown. So next week, we'll see a, a tag team championship match, which I'm putting my prediction in now that the titles will be retained by the Usos, um, but probably not uh, cleanly. I reckon it'll be a screw job. Or someone will be uh, somehow interfering in that match. I'm not sure exactly how, but that's the way I think it's going to go down. Next in the cup, we had AJ Styles defeating Samir Singh. Uh, only to be beaten down after the victory by Baron Corbin and the other Singh brother. Um, of course, not Baron Corbin. What am I talking about? Jinder Mahal. <laughs> Jinder Mahal, Baron Corbin. Different people. Excuse me for a sec. Yeah, so AJ Stars was left lying by Jinder. Uh, Jinder did cut a promo this week, um, basically saying he's going to become the Beastmaster because he's going to tame Brock and, and uh, win his match at Survivor Series. I'm very interested to see how they book this. Um, obviously, I think Brock's going to win because he's a monster. He's under undefeatable at the moment. Uh, they want to keep him nice and strong because eventually we all know Roman's going to probably more than likely win the title at WrestleMania next year, uh, which I'm not excited to see at all, by the way. Uh, but they want to keep Brock very strong, very good looking. Uh, but they also don't want to squash Jinder because, I mean, Jinder's a champion. And if they want a good heel foreign champion going forward, um, especially in the Indian market, they've got to keep Jinder strong. And I think that's what they're going to plan to do. Uh, I know the Singh brothers are probably going to get somehow involved in the match. Uh, I do see Brock winning. Hopefully, it's a decent match with these two. Um, I'd really like to see it for Jinder's sake. Uh, I just don't want to see a squash match. I don't want Jinder to be embarrassed. I really want a good, hard-fought match. And, I mean, if they do it physical and Jinder fires up... I think he can come out with way more momentum than what he would gain if he just got a victory, um, even if he does get the loss. So, uh, fingers crossed, they're going to book it really wisely and really well. Uh, and that's all I've got to say about that. There was Rusev defeating Big E in a pinfall, via pinfall, sorry. Um, standard match to get on the card. These guys have been going at it. Backstage for a number of weeks now, just having little twos and fro's um, until this week. It was too much, and Big E challenged Rusev to a match. Rusev did get the victory, and we found out that Rusev would have a chance against AJ Styles to become the uh, next team member of Team SmackDown in the Survivor Series five-person or ten-person elimination tag team match. Um, exciting stuff for next week. We also had on the card the Fashion Files. Once again, Breezango pulling out the goods with the Ascension. 
funny as always, keeping them on TV and entertaining. And we basically saw the um, the fact that the Bludgeon Brothers are the guys that are trying to um, what's the word I'm gonna say? Disseminate? No, that's not the word I want to use. Decimate? They're the ones attacking Breezango anyway. That's what I'm trying to say. Finally, on the show, we had Kevin Owens versus Shinsuke Nakamura for a place in the SmackDown, Smackdown, tag, Smackdown uh, Survivor Series elimination match. It was Shinsuke getting a victory only due to some, uh, I guess, some shenanigans by Randy Orton. He did cause a, uh, a distraction to Kevin and Sammy, mind you. Uh, one thing I should bring up is that Sammy, whew, he took the table, he took the top off the announce table. Excuse me for a sec. Only for it to sort of fling awkwardly and then hit one of the members of the audience in the face. Um, now, I mean, it didn't hit him hard, but it looked like he was milking it for all it's worth. Uh, go to my Instagram, you can see the actual uh, video of that. But I think Sammy's probably going to get a uh, dressing down in the backstage area for that. Should have been more careful where he was throwing tables and, and uh, equipment. And I'd be very surprised if WWE didn't have to give out some sort of... Um, how can I say, a uh, gift to prevent that audience member from suing the company uh, because being assaulted at a show is something, uh, even if WWE are guilty of, I don't think they could um, try and hold up a lawsuit based on that. As much as they could, and as much as they could send the guy broke, they'd eventually lose the case. Um, but I don't think it's good public image to do. I think if they just have a meet and greet at the back, give him some free stuff, that'll probably suffice. Um, and hopefully he didn't actually hurt himself and he was just uh, bunging in on a little bit. But it looked like it was a pretty soft hit. I mean, anyone could have seen that coming. Um, but yeah, moving on, it was Shinsuke getting the victory, becoming your next team member, thanks to Randy Orton's discretion distraction i'm sure it's not the last we've heard of this and that is your smackdown post game show ladies and gentlemen thank you very much for listening i'm not keeping you around any more than you need to be that's it for another week i'm going to catch you all next week thanks for listening bye